0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Go Home, Bobby, You're Drunk, the podcast where we talk about the Bible and our evangelical childhoods and drink about it for a bit. My name is Justin. I was a pastor, evangelical superstar, and sword drill champion.
2: Oh, hell yeah.
0: (laughs) And probably still (laughs) could just whip out that sword so well, but I won't talk about that on Twitter if you know you know
2: uh-huh oh sure <laughs> why do we have, we have inside jokes now god yeah. damn.
0: oh god <laughs> um, <laughs> so i'm also joined by my lovely co-host
2: yeah hey i'm tori former evangelical grew up in all that shit stayed in it of my own volition very very over it now but uh yes i do believe that i could still it was the case that because I didn't go to school with a bunch of home or school, I didn't go to church with a bunch of homeschool kids, so I could absolutely whip all of their asses at sword drills. That was not oh, yeah. even a question. Like I, people didn't even try; they were like, "Tory's gonna win." It's fine. <laughs> so, yeah. yes,
0: just let Tory win.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like this is the only thing I'm good at, you guys.
0: Just give it to her. She this is my sports. this is my sport. <laughs> yeah, this is your <laughs> sport.
2: <laughs> like apparently, Twitter thinks that like sword drills are like putting a sword on a drill and like killing somebody (laughs) I don't know apparently
0: you know they need to to have a cultural and religious sensitivity person on staff at twitter so that when someone gets reported for being good at a sword drill
2: they're like this does not mean that a sword has been attached to a drill bit and driven into a person
0: no it is not that cool (laughs) Yeah, I suppose we've uh, someone got their got their account suspended for saying they were good at sword drills for essentially.
2: Because Twitter doesn't know that that's not violent.
0: But I mean it was emotionally violent.
2: It was. It was for emotional sure. assault. Yes,
0: absolutely. <laughs>
2: hmm but if y'all did sword drills you should definitely add us and tell us about that because like maybe we'll do an episode on all of the bible verses we were forced to memorize as children
0: <laughs> we'll just have we'll do like live sword drills
2: yeah <laughs> no we will and, not well
0: we could make a drinking game of it because the person that loses us has to take a shot and then we're <laughs> oh gonna we make it fun okay.
2: yeah we could that's true that's all very right. very true yeah
0: Someone could try it at home. Let us know how it goes. Beta test it for us.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, if you wouldn't mind looking into that, I know, I know there's, I know that there's more than a few couples who listen to this show together. So go grab your person and and a beverage and a Bible. Just see what happens. Yeah, (laughs) definitely will not end in fucking.
0: Probably won't. (laughs) So I was
2: being sarcastic.
0: I mean, it probably. I mean, depending on how. Evenly drunk you are.
2: Fair, um, fair, fair.
0: So so we're talking about parties. Speaking of getting drunk, we've talked getting about some crazy Persian parties. Talked about how heaven and with the right company could be surprisingly sexy or not. But uh, today we're going to talk about the, the real party that everyone wants to go to, which which is hell. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> So so for this week in evangelicalism but it's not so much this week. It, it came out a few weeks ago, but it's a, it's a trailer for a movie called journey to hell. It's a new Christian movie. And honestly, I think it, it, to me, it has reached, it's either reached a new height or a new low, depending mm-hmm. on your point of view. <laughs> Cause I mean, I watched the trailer and I just thought, I thought this has to be a joke. Like this is a parody that one of us made right about christian movies yeah. so like i mean they need all the help they can get so if you haven't seen it just you know go to youtube journey to hell trailer and 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 just you just enjoy pause. The, like,
2: hold on i'm sorry we're putting this in the show notes just pause the show if you haven't seen it if you have seen it i'm sure you're dying right now but yeah. if you haven't seen it just pause the show go watch the trailer and then come back
0: <laughs> and then come back because most of the references that we're gonna Aren't gonna make sense unless unless you've seen it. We talked
2: about playing it, but we weren't sure if we were gonna get sued. So yeah,
0: we weren't sure. So not not based on the
2: quality trailer,
0: I don't think they have the money to sue us. But (laughs) I also don't want to, you know, I don't want to risk it.
2: The demon guy. We'll get to that. I know, but like, I just I want him on a t shirt.
0: yeah it's it's only showing in denver colorado by the way you
2: know it's good yeah that's how you know it's the good shit
0: like the trailer literally has like the theaters like
2: all four of them
0: yeah the 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 south glen 14 which i think i've actually watched a movie out before but like i lived in colorado um so yeah so if you want to want to catch it Oh, unfortunately, I think it's already debuted by now. But whatever.
2: So it's gone.
0: So it's it's gone for <laughs> you good. Ain't
2: ever seeing that shit again?
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, it's just, it's about a guy that dies and he goes to hell briefly, and and hell looks like a blue really? screen.
2: <laughs> it looks like yeah, it looks like uh, a blue screen, and they're running Windows ninety five. Like it's not, it's not like. MacBook, green screen, like we no. should, like it's it's really bad, and I think that us having been Christians and seen many many really bad Christian films like this, he's not on that level. Like no. it's nowhere near that, which is what makes it really special.
0: Yeah, it's bad even for a Christian film. Like it's it's yeah like like. Like One of the demons looks like fucking Bowser from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> like it's. It's I'm sure so bad. I
2: thought Bowser from Super Mario was a demon.
0: True. I'm sure because she thought
2: that about everything.
0: Yeah. You know, so it's about a guy, you know, that's just like you know, gets in a car accident or something and goes to hell. And...
2: They kind of like preach the gospel, like reverse preach the gospel to him once he arrives there yeah they're like this is why you're here yeah you're like yeah okay no i can't tell the order it seems like he it seems like his girlfriend or someone is proselytizing before he gets in the car Then he gets in the car he gets in the wreck <laughs> <laughs> goes to hell and is told oh yeah i know what your girlfriend or your ex or your baby mama said was actually the truth and that's why you're here is because you're a bad guy and then they said it's based on john bunyan
0: yeah, like Pilgrim's Progress, but it which, but it's I, I feel like they're just using John Bunyan's name really? to sell tickets.
2: Because I I read Pilgrim's Progress many times for school. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, like I'm not I think catching it's,
2: any of the vibes.
0: It'd be kind of like saying, you know, I made a movie with elves based on J. R. R. Tolkien. <laughs> you know, come but see like, it. But you see it, and it's like there's no there's no hobbits. There's no and it's like shitty elf ears from Amazon.
2: My child, my oldest, is 10. He wants to be a movie maker. So every summer he goes to a movie making class and like he could make a better film than this.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that, I guess that's the shocking thing. Like I, like I, a child, like I like, you know,
2: 12 year olds.
0: Like I, I know how the special effects are so spectacularly terrible. And you're in Colorado. Like you can go to like, of a plane of some kind a studio you know or
2: a place outside like
0: yeah like a like a a, a desert looking area to to instead of using this a like, green screen of nonsense anyway
2: it's like fly it's it's literally like flying toasters level of flames <laughs> yes. right like that is that is that's the that's the quality of the graphics or <laughs> the flames and then obviously the people are like moving around but it's very clear that like they all have like a tiny like blue green sort of like outline around yeah <laughs> that's what hell moving. is like
0: uh, hell is hell is <laughs> everyone has a blue green outline in hell
2: no i'm sorry flying toasters cannot be in hell or unless we're saying hell is a good thing and these people are all going to heaven in which case that's fine very Pro flying toasters. We have any Zoomers listening to us? They're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?"
0: <laughs> like Windows ninety? 90- what? That's Windows what? ten. There's no Windows ninety five.
2: <laughs> oh, honey, there was.
0: Oh yeah, there was. We
2: grew up before the internet, so we have yeah. bad jokes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize in advance. We're not gonna we're not gonna be boomers to you. So be grateful for that.
0: Yeah, at least we can laugh at those things. Like we're not gonna be like windows 98 everything was better back then um oh god
2: man you remember the dot-com bust bubble
0: Yeah, that was
2: good times
0: good times
2: why are we doing this This i don't know
0: (laughs) this is probably hell for all the zoomers that are listening like this is what hell is like
2: sincerest apologies now you definitely don't want to go there so i'm I'm so sorry you're not of drinking age so you can't be there anyway
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, you're not to the age of accountability yet.
2: Oh, they gotta go with all the sugar ant fetuses. <laughs> <laughs> just automatically, the Zoomers are going to heaven. Yeah, and they're gonna be on the lowest tier, so we're gonna be with all the fetuses.
0: Yeah, we, they gotta raise their thetan levels or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> you I mean, get this, rid of this, the
2: satans, don't you? The
0: satans, yeah, uh, yeah, they're gonna be in their own special heaven slash hell. Yeah, it's anyway, just this like weird Christian obsession with hell and depicting hell and and just like talking about oh well jesus talked about hell more than anything else so we 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 have to talk about hell more like and i you know we talked about this a little bit last week but when when your pitch for your religion is our god is going to send you somewhere terrible so come to this place that doesn't sound great it it's really like Not to get political, but Christianity starts to feel like the Joe Biden of religions. (laughs) You know? like It's
2: not what you want. Yeah. It's got nothing you want, actually. But you're just kind of going to take it because the other thing is, like, unbearable.
0: It's unbearably worse. So...
2: Like, this is a sustainable level of shitty that I can just live
0: with. (laughs) For eternity.
2: (laughs) I don't... I don't... Oh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So...
0: Yeah, but that that we should write that down as a merch idea. Christianity <laughs> is the Joe Biden of religions.
2: <laughs> I bet we could get all of the Let's Go branded people to wear. No, they are all Christians. Never mind. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, but they love it. It's weird. It's like this like psychosexual thing in a way. Yeah. I'm like I, I so I was obviously googling shit when I found this crosswalk.com article that's or listicle, excuse me, that's ten things you should know about Hal. And uh, the first sentence in this article is, I take no special delight in writing this article. Bitch.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Not a thing you
2: would need to say if that weren't a problem for you. Uh,
0: Oh, you definitely take special delight. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, that's... uh, Yeah, and, and the obsession with, like, the... We've talked about this when we did the Halloween episode, like, hell houses and yeah just like scaring people into fear mongering yeah it's just this like fear mongering and you yeah, know i mean and i've heard I've heard christians i i have pastor friends that were like yeah, I'll scare people into going into following jesus like but that's you know everything short of sin is what I was told
2: oh like, do getting people I, into hell yeah, get, like, yeah can't i can't flirt to convert is what you're saying
0: you can flirt to convert jesus. Oh. You know, that was
2: sin in my church.
0: Yeah. You just can't <laughs> fuck to convert.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not interested. Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. That's so, that's so weird. Pastors are so strange about this. Like, we got to do all the things. And, and obviously, I think, as we've discussed many times, this kind of conflation of evangelical and like, like Republican politics mm-hmm. and the fact that they're kind of like, because there's there's this like enmeshment going. I don't know what word to use to describe yeah. how these things are slowly like merging together to become a single unit, a single entity. <laughs> but like both of those things are very fear-based. So they actually make really good bedfellows, right? That it's like, oh, like the immigrants are coming to take your jobs and like black people are the reason there's no health care and <laughs> Yeah. whatever else. And Christians are at least the same thing, right? It's like, you're going to go to hell if you don't do what I tell you to do. Like you have to repent. You have to come to church. You have to read your Bible. Like you have to tell me every time that you sin and in great detail so that I know exactly what you're looking up when you're on the internet. So that I know what to go search for later. Like, what but there's all this on? fear, right? What site were you on? But there's all these, like, it's just all sort of like, how can I like activate your amygdala
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: so that you're not using any there's no critical thinking going on you're just scared and you're like i gotta do the thing yeah to stay alive and like that's very it's very effective marketing it's insidious as fuck but it's effective
0: yeah and that's the it's well i think they're they've done their, or their research is i don't want to put a number on it but as i'm understanding you know a not insignificant majority of people are prone to totalitarianism and and fascism in the sense of like we want a strong leader we want someone someone to take care of us not this amorphous idea of democracy but like i want a person to yeah
2: the benevolent dictator me. yeah
0: so and even like i hear people say like you know a benevolent dictatorship is more efficient than a democracy and that that's probably technically
2: true yeah, technically
0: true but it's only a benevolent dictatorship
2: for, for certain a, yeah for certain, certain individuals segment of society yeah like
0: you or only you as long as that dictator is alive
2: yeah yeah assuming the two.
0: assuming they're a great person and, and as we've
2: talked about the second guy is always worse
0: yep <laughs> yeah
2: number two is always a fucking shit show
0: absolutely I, I i can't think of a cult or a religious movement that the number two was better than the number one <laughs> yeah
2: or had any amount of like functional empathy whatsoever
0: <laughs> yeah
2: oh god
0: so yeah, they're just yeah so much, okay. there's
2: just so much so cool. much like
0: drawn towards that and and it, it yeah it does make sense like our our brains are here to analyze threats the bacteria that are piloting us like a gundam suit um yes you know my
2: theory is catching on
0: we're just we're their experiment in mech suits (laughs) like that's what it is
2: they're like oh this is so interesting they're just like collecting data on like our behavior and they're just throwing random shit out there's just random proteins and hormones that just get tossed in people's brains like let's just see what happens
0: what happens let's let's give this person a dopamine deficiency (laughs) what do they do it'll be fine
2: it'll be fine it'll be so much fun they will be nuts yeah and we will just watch
0: yeah and we'll watch and we'll gather data and we'll just pile it around this mech suit for a while (laughs) anyway yeah but yeah we're we're just we're so we're so prone to look for threats it makes sense and so like the lowest common denominator, the easiest thing, the most lowest, the, the lowest calorie option, really, when it comes to like mm-hmm. our brains mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. to what can I be afraid of and how do I avoid that, whether it's real or not. And so, I mean, and, and empathy takes more energy thinking like,
2: like the cognitive load is yeah. literally higher. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's I mean, and that's that's why like us liberal folks, all of us if we can afford it are in therapy slash having mental breakdowns all the time, you know, because it is so much more taxing on our nervous systems and our brains to be empathetic and, and to be a systems thinker. Like, you know, like I look at climate change as, you know, a uniquely difficult problem for human brains to grasp.
2: Oh, yeah, we were were, the the bacteria did not design us for this shit.
0: (laughs) No, no, not at all. I mean, I would say COVID-19 is like a microcosm of that, too. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. just in the sense that it requires a lot of counterintuitive thinking. It requires Mm -hmm. a lot of thinking about, okay, yes, it's cold where I am currently. But that doesn't mean the earth isn't warming up like there's just so many Mm -hmm. like things and and then there's also the ego hurdle of like i'm the cause of this problem which you are not it's corporations folks but like but our lifestyle is is subsidized by
2: destroying the planet
0: yeah exactly (laughs) which it was subsidized by like slave labor and then underpaid workers (laughs) asterisk
2: yeah uh uh-huh you know that is correct.
0: But like it, systemic problems are hard for human brains to grasp, and and I'm and I don't even grasp them well all the time. So I get it that it is more difficult, and so I do get that like God's going to send those people to hell and not me because I've got I'm That's paid easy. Up. my my insurance is paid up. Yeah, is well, it's a horrific idea is an easy idea
2: yeah exactly yeah that's such a good point it's like it's kind of a no-brainer of like well you don't you don't want to burn for all of eternity do you like no one wants that right so like your nervous system response if you're going to take something like that seriously is going to be like mm, yeah it seems like like risk reward ratio here for me is gonna be like i'm gonna lean towards the like i'm just gonna get the fire insurance policy like you're saying you know because again that's just like how our brains assess information right and then and then we get to like pretend that we're all objective and like looking at all the angles and whatever else and we're not we're just deceiving ourselves which is a very biblical thing to say i guess yeah (laughs) like two things the bible got right but yeah, it's it's it required, like there's only this binary thinking, which works really, really well for brains, right? It's like the yes, no, black, white, like this is very easy. This is like harmful, this is good, like this is poisonous, this is going to sustain me. Like there's no, we don't have to deal with like any of the in-betweens. I'm just trying to stay alive here, right? Like that is all that there is. And you know, when when you as a species spend hundreds of thousands of years doing this, it kind of becomes your default, right? when that's your entire metric for making decisions like that is absolutely what you will default to even if you throw a prefrontal cortex on top of that shit like your default at the end of the day who's still like who's still running the ship i'm sorry yeah. it's it's and, not your upstairs brain for those of you yeah. who have read whole brain child
0: <laughs> yeah and your prefrontal cortex there's debate about this and i'm not a neuroscientist but the prefrontal cortex More or less fools you into thinking you're rational more than actually makes you rational.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Like,
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: (laughs) no, we can't even get remotely close, right? Like, like, like double blind studies are what we have to do to get anywhere proximate to like reliable data. That is how fucked up our brains are and like how committed to our own narrative we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And the like black white binary thinking is like, we can't even know what we're like, who is being tested for what if we want to have like good data from a survey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The prefrontal cortex is just like a warm blanket. That's like, you're doing you're, a good job. You're buddy. doing a good job, buddy. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> you came to that conclusion on your own. You're smart. <laughs> like It's the
2: fucking bacteria, man. I'm just saying yeah. This is my, this is, I have a new yarn wall theory. This is great.
0: Bacteria created us Uh to be their little mech suits slash experiments and artificial intelligence.
2: (laughs) And the Oregon trail never happened. Those are the ones.
0: Yeah. So, so
2: all these things have many things. It has a lot to do with hell as you can tell.
0: Yeah. As you can tell. Well, because hell is like on its surface is this morally horrific idea
2: yeah that's such a good point
0: but we just bought it
2: well but that's what that's the thing that makes it effective right is it so extreme that it's not you know if you were if you were drowning and someone tosses you like a life jacket you're not thinking about like okay where did like was this made with child labor right like yes it fucking was but that is not what is going to be on your mind at all right you're like i'm trying to survive here and I think that that's what hell does is it really activates like your nervous system of like, I need to stay alive. Like, I don't, I don't want to be on fire forever. And so, you know, f- like from that perspective and that's, I mean, to be honest, that's how like home security systems sell their shit too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like
2: They're like, you need to be afraid of a violent armed takeover, like robbery in your home. A thing that happens quite rarely given the fact that there's 300 million people in this country Mm -hmm. like statistically a a very rare event you know if people want your shit they're going to come there when you're not home it
0: it it does happen but it's also one of those things that's like you almost are more likely to win the lottery (laughs) like i mean that's a like home invasion is a shitty lottery to win but it is that rare but yeah, these companies and firearm companies and all these other things like have to have to create the sense of urgency to like, oh, it, it could happen to me. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs>
2: technically, yes, you Correct. could also
0: find a briefcase full of a million dollars like <laughs> like that could also happen to you.
2: Not going to. It could.
0: But I mean, it could. I mean, a sinkhole could open up in fr- underneath you right now. Mm-hmm. but it probably didn't <laughs> you know like
2: oh gosh this is so funny this like this because this is making me think about like threat modeling right yeah. and like how do we do any kind of analysis around risk which i think kind of circles back to the whole thing that we're talking about with like covid and like our brains just can't really handle that
0: mm-hmm.
2: in a very effective way
0: yeah I, I do feel like the human brain defaults to either like there's no risk or,
2: oh yeah, like,
0: there's none. I'm fine. I'm fine. Or or there's so much risk. Everything's a risk. I, I'm I going will, to die. I'm going to die. Um, and from an evolutionary perspective, both of those
2: make so much sense.
0: Will win in certain scenarios. Uh huh. Like you know, <laughs> but but again, that dumb prefrontal cortex put a puts a moral imperative on our instinct. Mm-hmm. So like I have. There's these high minded libertarian Theobros that are like, I refuse to risk and live in fear of COVID or whatever. It's like, okay, that's fine. Go to the super spreader event, whatever, you know, you know. And But then there are also people that are like so debilitated by fear they haven't left their home in two and a half years.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and that, that's like a really valid experience too like it's not it's not that it's like oh yeah we're all just gonna like fall it's it's such a scattershot in terms of like where your brain is gonna put you with this stuff but i think that because things like global pandemics don't align with the like yes no ones and zeros breakdown of like oh i you know i'm fine like i went to the super spread event i got covid i'm totally fine but then it's like i accidentally killed like so and so's grandma because I went to their I went to their barbecue a week later, right?
0: But that was her so- choice to go there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, right,
2: exactly. But there's only so much like risk analysis that your brain is capable of doing, kind of at one time. Yeah, and I think that we max people out a little too soon.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and then yeah, and then they end up being like fuck it but but and that, and that's fine I understand that but it's also like but when you put this like moral imperative on, like I'm a better person because I said fuck it and I went to the I, I just lived my life free of fear even though those people are enslaved to fear most certainly
2: yeah not you with the with the AR-15 it's yeah. the other guys who are enslaved yeah. to fear
0: yeah sure whatever sure Chet um, you know so- it works the
2: exact same way for hell Exact yeah. same, yeah. Way,
0: yeah, totally applies. We're gonna, we're gonna. So, evangelicals just are obsessed with hell, and yeah, we're gonna talk about it a little more after the break because we're gonna engage in some capitalism, hopefully not fear-based capitalism.
2: No, it'll be great.
0: Hopefully, you should go
2: buy a Mazda.
0: Yeah, go buy a Mazda and go to McDonald's.
2: <laughs> yep, we love it.
0: Yeah, this and then, is what ads are for. Yeah,
2: it's to give to the people you, what they want
0: to make you feel good about going to mcdonald's in your mazda uh
2: and the fact that you're going to die
0: yeah for sure so enjoy we'll be back
1: first corinthians warned you about the women with a loud mouth and this podcast is just that here at the speaking in church podcast we talk all about the regular people and the things that regularly happen to them in the evangelical church It's a podcast about change, it's a podcast about seeking moral high ground, and it's a podcast for people who are just trying to deconstruct on the safe side. You can listen wherever you get your podcast, and if you want to be a guest, yes, you, regular person, you can be a guest on the Speaking in Church podcast. If you want to come on, just let us know.
2: Hey everybody, thanks for putting up with our little capitalism break so we can try to you know, make ends meet on the podcast. That's not what we're talking about. We're trying to break even. That's the term I'm looking for. So yes, thank you. Speaking of breaking even, I think that we have some new patrons that we are going to say thanks to, which is super exciting. Like we're probably going to have to start seriously thinking about a trip quite soon.
0: Yes, we are 11 patrons short of our goal. So which is at the rate we've been going, we'll we'll meet that's quickly. like three weeks. Yeah, that'll be a couple weeks. So <laughs> probably ought to start planning. Um, but no, thank you again so much for listening and for supporting the show. We have two new deacons. We have Max. And we also have... This is the full screen name. Uh, if you can pronounce Themyscira, you can pronounce my name, Cira. Oh, Syra. So, yeah. I like uh, that. It's C-I-R-A. That and so, so I'm th- I'm assuming I can pronounce the mis- the mascara correctly.
2: Maybe we can't. In which case, we're so sorry, and we will give you your money back.
0: Yeah, so very sorry, but thank you <laughs> so much. I, it the the very long usernames are some of my favorites, honestly.
2: Oh, they make me so happy. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, like there was one earlier called this user was traded for a patron to be named later. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. I l- love it.
0: I love you guys. I love you all so much. We also have new youth pastor, uh, Chris, and they will get a Bible verse that we will verse bestow upon them
2: from the Lord.
0: So I will go ahead and grab the Holy Writ and the Lord herself will give you what you desire. <laughs> if you only believe <laughs> okay here we go okay. um, sorry Chris uh, Psalm oh my I just realized this uh, this is Psalm 66 verse 6 not even joking that's where my finger landed
2: what is happening right now Okay. It's the Lord okay.
0: he turned the sea into dry land they passed through the waters on foot come let us rejoice in him so take off your shoes and run the if you dry if you
2: listen right. to last week's episode you'll know why i'm trying to just not say anything
0: we're having a bit of a theme so, how is that
2: possible psalm 66 6
0: yeah what you saw i was closing my eyes You were like,
2: you know, there was no cheating going on here at all. I watched you do it.
0: All right. (laughs) So there you go, Chris. The Lord works in mysterious ways.
2: The Lord Satan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't specify which Lord.
2: Okay, fair. There's many to choose from. Chris can take. You can take your pick. Yeah.
0: All right. We also have uh, Rebecca. She is a new patron as well. Thank you so much at the prophet tier. So uh, a little bit above a youth pastor. The you prophets know, the, telling the us prophet. how to live our lives. That's right. So thank you so much for that. You also get a Bible verse. Uh, again, I will close my eyes. and Okay. Um, all right. Ooh, here we go. Oh, dear. This one could be triggering. I'm just going to be honest with you oh okay Uh, oh i'm sad i just i just saw it like like a prophet though um
2: true god damn that's yeah
0: this is um this is okay this is this is actually genuinely weird it's matthew 19 verse 19 Uh, how is this happening Uh, but it says but, but it's honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself which is fine what honor your father and mother that could be potentially triggering to some Toss people
2: that if you don't need it it's fine you but don't if have to you do but that
0: part. just default to love your neighbor as yourself and you'll be fine so yeah
2: this was very bizarre yeah. i love coincidences i do the Universe too. is big enough for this shit to happen that's true somewhat regularly
0: so there you go those are your verses from yeah, thanks y'all from god itself or the lord whatever lord you happened whether it's (laughs) satan or yahweh or odin
2: we we respect all of them as long as you're loving your neighbor that's That's true what we care about
0: yeah that is that is true that is a commandment i will continue to be okay with so so we're going to talk about hell Uh, wait tell people
2: how to become patrons so that we can go to washington dc and like do the hangs
0: oh that's true I will do that. So if you would like to become a patron, possibly get your own life verse and other perks, go to patreon.com slash go home Bible. That will also get you access to our discord server, which is a great place for folks like you the uh, listeners to hang out, uh, post things. You can be as you or as anonymous as you wish. There's a couple of really funny usernames that I've seen. But, uh, you know, again, it's it's just a place for you to meet like-minded people and kind of talk about the stuff on the show. And if you're like, I don't want to talk about the show. I just want to hang with like-minded people on the internet. We've got channels for your pets and your plants and what you're cooking and whatnot. So, which is all good. All good. Honestly, whenever I'm feeling like I need a pick-me-up. The fur babies are there for me, so
2: Aww, it's quite nice.
0: So, you can check it out there. And also, if we get to 50 patrons, we are planning on doing a listener hang in, Was- in the Washington, DC area, so mm-hmm. East Coast in that area. And um, we'll also do a pilgrimage to a spot. I feel like maybe we should keep it a walkabout. I feel will. like we should keep it on the DL now that <laughs> it might actually be happening. <laughs>
2: This is so great. Yes, we're just gonna we're just gonna walk around, see where the spirit leads.
0: (laughs) Let's see where the spirit leads us.
2: (laughs) In DC, we don't know which spirit that is. Yeah, there's no telling. Yeah, but it'll be one of them. We're gonna. We're just gonna say a Ouija board too.
0: Yeah, for sure. We should just say, "Spirit, lead us," (laughs) and we'll find out which one it is. See who shows up. Yeah, because that's the real God, folks—the one that shows up for you. Truly. Like
2: this is this is exactly why we always say Satan is my real dad. Yeah. Like whoever is there gets mm-hmm. the points.
0: Yeah. Satan's my daddy. So
2: Okay, that's that means something very different than Satan's my dad.
0: Well, I yeah, you're right. I was thinking I was thinking more of like t-shirt fonts, like God may be my father, but Satan's my daddy. Like
2: But that's that's automatically sexual. That's true. Which is fine. Does.
0: You know satan
2: but i was thinking about like dad like dad like take you to the baseball game dad yeah Not then like i guess you would have to say dad. daddy yeah. yeah
0: daddy wouldn't yeah, so satan is my dad and i don't know i don't know who's my daddy i don't have a daddy that's fair it's you fine. don't have
2: to consent
0: consent so anyway now that we've we don't really know who our father is <laughs> um The father we, of lies. Yeah,
2: that's what God should call himself, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know who you think is lying around here, but one dude actually doesn't say very much, in the stuff that he does say, he actually does.
0: That's true. You know, when when Satan asked Jesus to sift Peter like wheat, like he meant it. <laughs> he was going to do that. You know, God's like, my ways are more than higher than your ways. Like, what does that even mean? Oh, well, that just means I could do random shit and say I love you, and you just have to buy it.
2: That's yeah, like that's vague as fuck. Like, tell me what's going on, dude.
0: Yeah, which honestly is a lot like hell. The uh, most not...
2: important resident of hell, you yeah. might say.
0: I don't. We don't really have a drinking game for this one today, other than just drink, eat, drink, and be merry.
2: Yeah, there we go. For. Have yeah have a have a make yourself like a lovely meal if you're at home and you're into doing that which apparently like a lot of the people that listen are really good chefs yeah. <laughs> like home cooks yeah so that's cool i might want i might want to like do a listener hang out at your house actually <laughs> not to be weird not like that yeah um not but... like
0: my weird use <laughs> of the word daddy
2: <laughs> yeah not like creepy like I'm just really impressed by your work. That's all. Yeah. That's all I mean by it. Um, yeah, but hell's most famous resident, I believe, is Mister Mister Satan. And I don't know how did how did you did you grow up wanting to wanting to visit or thinking that you might you might die and like go to hell for a second or like yeah. minutes.
0: Well, it's or forever. It's a weird thing because. Yeah, I, I worried about going to hell. I I remember always trying to picture like what would hell be like, and like I mean again like viscerally trying to feel that like what is this like? Like what what would it be like? And then but also I, honestly, I always came to the conclusion that eventually I would get used to it. Like,
2: like how could you not?
0: Like how could you, how could you, not?
2: you not acclimate?
0: Yeah, like you're burning for eternity. Like well, probably after a hundred years, like burning would just be like
2: your norm that's your
0: baseline that's like normal yeah like oh it's mm. thousand degrees in here it's kind of cool today you know like it just that it, it so it's almost one of those things it's like what would be the point and then always there's always confusion about like okay is satan the ruler of hell and doing the torturing or is like satan an inmate in hell that is being tortured like, that was always confusing to me. By whom? Yeah, by who, is,
2: who Who is torturing Satan? I would yeah. like to know. It's like, not Jesus.
0: And even, like, even the idea of, like, torture. So, like, it, so, like the concept of hell, like, is it just a place where God doesn't exist? Which is just, like, this Mad Max, like, free for all. And, like, well, I the mean, devil's if there. You, if
2: you look out the window, <laughs> I'm trying to find a place where God doesn't exist in any meaningful way. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. We are in hell.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's, a, it, it's one of those things that was just like, it was just hard for me to conceptualize. Like, my, my, it was equally, it was as equally ridiculous as my views of heaven, honestly. Just like, yeah. It just becomes this weird caricature.
2: Yeah. So, all of these very weird, sort of conflicting ideas, which I think is what we kind of got into last week with the, with the heaven stuff, where it's like, you're gonna rest forever and you're just gonna do like menial work around the house <laughs> Like it's like you're and you're gonna feel you're never gonna be bored and you're also gonna sing the same song for a hundred thousand million trillion years <laughs> like, there's there's nothing there right there's no there there which is convenient because your brain little sucker just fills in the gaps And so, you know, as I think, as a narrative, it like it works. It works really well. I definitely thought about hell all the time because, like, my my family was obsessed with it.
0: It's just so strange that we're so obsessed with it.
2: Well, I think that people who believe that they have a right to like control others are very drawn to the idea of hell, right? Because, like, there aren't a lot of things that are scarier than like burning for all of eternity you know if you're going to threaten someone with a thing it's like oh you're going to be at the bottom of the ocean you're going to be surrounded by snakes like you know there's it's like okay yeah like i think eventually i'm really i love that you were like well i'd probably get used to it i'm like you definitely it's like it's exposure therapy like it fucking sucks but it's like i'll get used to the fucking snakes like it's fine we'll be friends but yeah i mean it just it just it's so convenient because it's like this is this big scary thing that's going to happen in your brain is like oh my god oh my god oh my god i know no we're not we're not going to hell like fuck that shit
0: yeah don't want that i mean there are some depictions of hell that i've seen that were like truly troubling well like the show lucifer which is a great show honestly like i i love the show it's basically where the, the honestly this is the lovely thing about it is it's based on neil gaiman's characterization of lucifer which i would probably go into a little more but um, i didn't
2: even know that that's really cool well
0: because in in the sandman i'm there's probably some sandman nerds out there that will know more than me in the sandman satan just decides to like fuck off like i'm tired Mm -hmm. of running this place
2: like i get nothing out of this
0: (laughs) so he just like goes to la and like shirks his responsibilities and just lives his best life, which I, the Dark Lord, I, which I love for him. But in the Lucifer show, like what the depictions of hell that they actually show in the show, which isn't much, mm-hmm. but it's people stuck in loops of like yeah. their worst day or something, or the worst their worst nightmare, and so they like, they don't get a chance to get used to it because they forget.
2: Yeah, like,
0: so it's just that day over and uh, over again. So like that's uh-huh. like that's terrifying to be uh-huh. like li- living like Groundhog Day. And you don't know it for eternity, but then you wouldn't know it. It would just be like, I've had a a shit day. I've had a shitty day for a hundred thousand years, but I don't remember anything. Right. Yeah. So either way, it's like, just it's amusing. I'm sure for whatever demon is running the show, but then it's like, God is just in the demon amusement industry. Right.
2: What are you doing with your life?
0: It's just kind of a side note on Sandman. Another thing that was so wild to me. So after Satan fucks off, God puts these angels in charge of heaven and these angels get it in their heads. They're like, we're going to make people better. We're not going to torture them. We're going to basically therapize them and we're going to make them better. And it kind of hints to the idea that people are in hell because they want to be punished. Like they believe so terribly about themselves that they like kind of feel like they deserve it. And so these angels come in and like try to make them better and try to convince them that they're better. And these like lost souls are like, this is so much worse. Like
2: oh. this is worse Yeah.
0: to us to like have to actually face our shit and get better is worse than being punished for it forever, which I just found that stuck that that has stuck with me for a long time. So if that, sticks with you whatever so like those like more modern understandings of hell more just as like a concept that we can kind of play around with ideas like yeah i'm into that but like do i think it's real no i have a lot of moral questions about
2: that <laughs> uh well someone someone on the internet does not have any moral questions they have figured all of this shit out
0: oh do tell
2: super super easy it's like very straightforward Oh, this article came out in January of 2022. This is terrifying.
0: Oh, this is a fresh idea about hell. It's
2: fresh. It's brand new. But as I was talking about, 10 things you should know about hell. Mr. So-and-so does not take any special delight in writing this article. However, he would like to inform you that hell is real and people are going there. And so we need to take the Bible very seriously to figure out what is going on and... He says we need to try to solve this debate about whether hell is eternal conscious corporal punishment, which sounds like a thing Jesus would be real into, frankly. So I'm not sure why he's not there.
0: <laughs> 10,000 years into it, like <laughs> Lucifer pulls off the mask. It was Jesus the whole time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, And so anyway, this dude, his name is Sam, I think. He says like, well, you and I like is utterly and absolutely irrelevant. God doesn't set his eternal agenda based on what we prefer, what we might hope to be true, simply doesn't matter. What does or doesn't make us feel uncomfortable has no bearing on the truth or falsity of this issue. The fact that we have an intuitive sense for what strikes us as fair or just, both in question marks, or quotation marks, excuse me, question marks, plays no part whatsoever in coming to a conclusion on whether or not there is an eternal hell. And I just don't think that that is true because i think if hell exists you can learn a lot about the person who made it and made it the default just by the descriptions that they've come up with which i you know may or may not be real like fuck knows there's a bunch of medieval artists who had very graphic depictions of hell because again like for some people this is really it's a really it feels good for them to think about being tortured forever
0: i would say 90 percent of whatever we imagine hell to be is from medieval artists yes going nuts and has <laughs> nothing to do with what the bible says about hell
2: yes i would agree with that and also like you know in in that case like we can just keep in mind that medieval artists couldn't draw cats so maybe they didn't know what the fuck they were drawing
0: Yeah, and just they also <laughs> they also had political rivals and religious rivals that somehow always ended up in the worst circles of hell
2: well i mean that's kind of convenient yeah <laughs> i don't like this person so it just it just so happens that they're the worst yeah it's fine
0: and God thinks they're the worst too.
2: Listen, I don't like if God is not like just whatever your egomaniac self-projection is, I don't know what God is, right? Yeah. It's like, what would I be like if I were all powerful? Ta-da, and, that's God.
0: <laughs> and I would say 80% of evangelicals would be total dicks.
2: Oh, they would be awful. Oh, they would be they they'd get an entire fucking chapter in the history book
0: yeah. awful. Yeah.
2: Like shit would be bad <laughs> if they got their way. Yes, so I, but to me, I think that this was like, oh, well, hell isn't fair, hell isn't a just idea, whatever, whatever. It's like, like, that's not even my issue with it. Like, my issue with it is, is, well, that, you know, evangelical ideas of hell, right? Where you're actually, like, eternal conscious torment, right? Yeah. Which was absolutely one of the first things I let go of (laughs) before I left any of that shit. I was like, nope, uh uh-uh. This is, this is not it. I'm sorry. Like, and I think we've talked about this on here before, but it's like having kids was a really big part of my kind of going like, yeah, no, this is not, you can't, don't call yourself a parent and then be abusive. Like, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Right. And it's neglect is neglect is abuse. Right. So what you're telling me right now is that like you love me but in your own weird way that you don't have to explain to me and you don't have to be around for it it's just like believe it okay bye like you literally say all the goddamn times like god went to the corner store to get some smokes just like peace the fuck out he's like i'm not going back to that shit
0: yeah he's a he's a bad dad like just fair
2: if you had to babysit this shit i would also not be into that (laughs) this is a shit show. I get it. But also like, you're not a good guy.
0: You're not a good, like, yeah. And, and you made a good point about like hell being the default. Like this is where everyone goes by default mm-hmm. because, you know, Adam and Eve ate an apple once. And if you want to avoid this place, then you have to do this thing. Like t- that to me is the like morally reprehensible part. Now, like if it's not the default and you have to do tons of terrible shit to go there, that's still, I would go like eternal, mm, it's too but, far, s- but still but okay. I would go like, Oh, you have to like try to get into hell. Like, right. like, I mean, the bar is low folks, but like that would be like a rung or two up in the ethical categories. I mean, similar to like the prison system. Like if the default in the United States was like, everyone goes to prison, right, like you turn 18, you go to jail unless you can somehow prove. <laughs> And you have to earn
2: your way out.
0: You have to earn your way out. You know, which I mean, God, that's some on like, good
2: behavior. That's some, like Squid Game
0: shit. Like, oh God, like, truly, it, that metaphor might have been a little too on the nose, but, um, but like, you know, that that's that's what a lot of evangelical theology feels like. Like you're going to the bad place no matter what, and you have to earn your way out. Well, Jesus earned his way out, but you kind of have to too. And so like that, it's just, it's such a, and, and the, the message of the whole like Theobro suck it up buttercup, you know, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what your body tells you is wrong. It doesn't, none of your instincts matter. None of your sense of justice and rightness matters. Like none of that matters because God is bigger than you and who cares? Like and I've gone toe -to to toe with these folks and been like, okay, let's say I go to your house and your kid, you know, acts up in front of me and then the way that kids do. And then I got up and I, and I punished them in a way that you thought was violent and, and abusive. And I said, Oh no, 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 no. Like you don't understand the way I love is so much higher and so much bigger than you. Trust me. This is good for your kid. Like, would anyone buy that? I would be lucky if you called the cops and waited for them to show up because I would be a moral monster. And so for someone to say like well god yeah god is gonna abuse you and gonna hurt you and gonna send people you love to this terrible place to be abused and hurt for eternity and that doesn't seem like love to you at all but just trust us that is love it's just mm-hmm. a, a a different kind of love a bigger it's love a f- w- form
2: of love that's just you can't comprehend it which is the most fucking gaslighty thing that yes. i have ever heard in my life
0: <laughs> yes
2: I'm going to hurt you and it's going to be love because I said it was love. Yes. But that's at the end. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure, bud.
0: Yeah. There was a gospel coalition article I pulled up on about hell, it's like seven truths about hell or whatever. And the point number one was that hell is what hell is because God is who God is. And okay
2: john piper
0: yeah like Calm that is down. the most john piper answer <laughs> i've ever it wasn't written by john piper but they like that person wrote that been like john's gonna notice me yeah. um, oh
2: god it, like that that means nothing that yeah means and, nothing. And, and
0: the point itself is just more like just like you know god is god can do whatever the fuck god wants you know because god's god that makes you know. it
2: worse yes That makes it so much worse right if god is all powerful and can do like can can do whatever the fuck he wants then like the fact that you chose this is the default for people right and like and then have the audacity to call yourself a father like a loving father it's not like i'm an abusive father which you are like you're an abusive husband like you are constantly old testament constantly beating the shit out of his wife being like you've had too many affairs you got to get sent off to do somebody else is gonna torture you now like like you're an awful person (laughs) based on what the literal reading of like what we you and i were taught in church and then it's like that like, that makes it worse that this is something you chose to do.
0: Yeah. And, and if you, and if you are um, like, let's take that marriage metaphor for a second of like, you know, God and Israel or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm speaking as an evangelical and how evangelicals use these texts. Just cause I'm going to talk about Israel and whatnot. Like, and the way God is portrayed is like, well, you know, Israel strayed, Israel had an affair. So God's teaching Israel a lesson, like a good, like a good husband does like, that's no, that's not how love works. Like if, if I have a spouse that is constantly having affairs, like that hurts, obviously that is that's right. that devastating, but yeah, you let them go.
2: <laughs> you don't beat the shit out of them. Be like, I'm watching you.
0: Yeah. I'm see if you do that again. Yeah. I'm going to see if you do that again. Cause you're mine forever. Like, uh-huh. like, and then, then like, th- if that was the case, then like, no wonder they're having an affair. Like, no, they would need to, they want to get out. You suck. You're terrible. <laughs> the problem is you.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, what's the lowest common denominator here? Okay.
0: Yeah. Got oh, it. Um, the problem is 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 this abusive God.
2: Why do you keep cheating on me? Because you're a piece of shit and I can't divorce you. That's yeah, I literally
0: why. am not allowed to leave.
2: <laughs> that is why. Oh, my God.
0: So oh, <laughs> uh, this is not a party toy. <laughs> well i mean like evangelical, our
2: evangelical heaven though like is it's weird because it's like they're they're like it's gonna be so fun and then what they describe is just like The most monotonous shit you could ever imagine. I suppose we did
0: we did sex up the place quite a bit last week.
2: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. But I mean, we didn't do that. That was there when we got to the text. I'm just saying, it's not our fault. (laughs) But like, I feel like heaven is a little bit like the inverse of that, right? Where it's like they're going to all of this like graphic description (laughs) Mm -hmm. about what it is, and it's like you're you're never going to be you're never going to get used to it you're never going to like grow accustomed to it you're going to be just like away from god and like consciously aware that you have nothing and you are worth nothing and like you just constantly are going to be like repenting for all of eternity and god's not going to listen to you because like Mm -hmm. he sealed that shit off like that ship has sailed and sunk and you were never getting (laughs) that was something else that i did think about as a kid i was like do you think that we could talk God out of like letting people out of hell once they've done some time?
0: Yeah. Like
2: this is how my fucking brain works, right? As a child, I'm like, mm, "This is fucked up."
0: That's how good like like I can't imagine. Like that's that was when a lot of at least the afterlife stuff was really breaking up for me, particularly hell because it's like like how could I celebrate? How could I have a guilt-free good time? knowing that like the next floor down, like people being tortured, like the vast majority of humanity, you know, if you believe evangelicals, like, I mean, yeah, sure. I've enjoyed American capitalism for a good bit. So uh, (laughs) guilt-free for a long time. Yeah. you know, So I I do understand that, you know, like you probably would for a while, but then after a while, it's like, okay, you know, uncle, uncle, uncle George, I did, I did like him a lot. You know, he seems like a nice guy. He's not here. Like, kind of check in on him. You know, like, like, I just can't, like, I just can't imagine I, I, the type of person that would enjoy heaven guilt free is not the type of person I'd want to spend eternity with. I'll just say that. Like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, totally. The type of person that's going to be like, oh, I'm, we're just going to celebrate forever, and it's going to be great. It's like, well, they're just like, there's people on fire, so no, it's not going to be great. I don't know. But you know, I mean, these are the same people that are like, it's God's will that the United States sends bombs to Saudi Arabia so they can like kill babies in Yemen, right? Like the, these people are so like their moral compass is just it's 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 Captain Jack Sparrow just points at whatever the fuck they want right now, you know. But I think that you're absolutely right. Like if if and I, it, along with that, I think that if I got to know someone really really well, right, like. They would be cool with me. Like this is just kind of a general thing, right? Like even the most racist, racist, like even the most Nazi Nazi, like they're always willing to make an exception for like one of the good ones, like across the board every single time, right? Like they're always just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I have a Jewish friend. I have a black friend. I have a trans friend. All the other ones are fucked. Like I hate those guys, yeah, right. But there's always one there's always like one good one. And so, to me like just the fact that means that humans are like better like more ethically consistent than god (laughs) like shit humans yes on planet earth are more ethically consistent than god is where he's like oh yeah i know you intimately i know every single hair on your head get fucked
0: yes yes (laughs) like Like, you're the
2: good guy i like i don't i don't that doesn't try that math does not make up like it doesn't add up to me
0: and that's that was another thing that started to really break it down for me was was understanding that i'm more compassionate than god is Mm -hmm. that i understand that lgbtqia folks can't help who they're attracted to that it's not a choice and that they can't experience love that that doesn't who whom does that hurt
2: right exactly you You need to be holy i'm really sorry that also means you need to be miserable your mental health needs to suffer forever but no it's going to be worth it because you're going to get to be in this real boring place for all of eternity
0: yeah and not the place that at least has variety (laughs)
2: like at least they mix shit up in hell you know mix
0: it up you know can't torture the same way every day it gets boring like you probably start looking forward to like certain Jesus
2: things. Jesus knows a little bit about this, I'm just gonna say.
0: Yeah. I mean
2: you gotta mix it up. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, you gotta mix it up. Yeah. I just it 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 was one of those things that it was one of the first things to go. I think it's, and, and they, they know it's a slippery slope as well. I mean, this is why all these places are like writing these articles about like how great hell is, or I mean, you got to keep hell, you know, because you, you know, they, they say that Jesus spoke about hell more than anyone else in scripture and more often than scripture. Like, well, okay. But, you know, Jesus talks about Gehenna or where G- G- there's yeah, the, valley of H- the Valley of Gehenna, more than any other place. He also talks about it in the book of Matthew, more than any other place, which was written, the idea was that Matthew was written, the audience, the intended audience was the Jewish people. So, mm-hmm. okay, so that's interesting. And that is an actual valley where they burnt trash. And it was awful. And you know, there was moths not moths but like the worm the worm that does not just you know whatever yeah and and also like the weeping and gnashing of teeth like that was also the valley where previous kings would sacrifice children you know which is why it had such this sinister connotation and so like you know so like that that was a horrible place you know and he contrasted that with his idea of this kingdom that was supposed to be on earth by the way like like, no, that no, was, it was always supposed to be the Dude, kingdom coming to earth. That was the point. Get,
2: no, get off the woke train, Justin. <laughs> what the fuck is going on?
0: Like, <laughs> so like then it begins to make sense. Like, okay, this awful place where trash is burned, it smells, it is terrible. It has a, yeah. it has a dark history that that place is the opposite of what I am trying to do here on earth. Of course it does. You know, and it so it is better for you to enter life crippled and have than having two hands and going into Gehenna. Like it probably is, you know, because that's an awful place. Although Jesus, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you could soften that language up a bit,
2: be a little bit less ableist.
0: Yeah, you know, a little bit. But so it's again, he's he is supposed to using spiritual language, but it's we took that as Westerners and Europeans and just ran with that shit. And now we have this elaborate multiple circles of hell based on the mm-hmm, seven mm-hmm. deadly sins, which was also a thing that we kind of made up, you know, just Wait, like
2: are talking about Dante now. What is that? <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, like like it just like we took this like powerful metaphor, which had a point in its time and its place a, and also a point that I am honestly guessing at because we don't know because this time and place is gone. And then we just turned it into this whole thing. I don't, I don't get it. And then yeah, and then Hades gets pulled in because you know some some of the audiences of the Gospels and Paul's letters were Greek, and so like their understanding of bad place is mm-hmm. Hades and Tartarus, and so like that also is a very different thing than yes, than modern evangelical hell,
2: eternal conscious torment.
0: Yeah, the eternal conscious torment part, you know, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. also like if if you listen to like. The Psalms, when King David talks about going to the place of the dead, it's almost more like annihilationism in the sense of like, if I go to the place of the dead, I'm, I'm dead and I can't contribute anymore. And that's a place that everyone went to because you're dead. Everyone dies. I mean, that's that, Ecclesiastes is still like a great book of, a book of poetry and philosophy, I think, because at the end of it, it's like everyone fucking dies. Like, that's basically the point. Like mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how wise you are. It doesn't matter how smart you are, rich you are, whatever. Everybody fucking dies. Everyone goes to the same place. Everyone gets old. Like there's this metaphor, like the grasshopper starts to drag, which is like a metaphor for erectile dysfunction. You know, <laughs> like the grasshopper drags along.
2: It's totally something Solomon would have been very concerned about.
0: Yeah. You know, like I, this happens to everybody. So yeah, it is meaningless. And I think that. There is such a richness there that just gets lost when we're like, do you know where you're going to, you know where you're going to spend eternity when you die? I don't know, sir.
2: You don't either. Do you? It's like, no, listen, I know. Um, I just had this thought that has never, I don't think this has ever occurred to me before, but thinking about the way that the like evangelical version of the gospel, right. Of like, we're supposed to go into all the world and preach the gospel good news to everybody like i'm sorry you're gonna burn in hell forever isn't good news so let's just start with that yeah that's real bad news actually like your default is hell like your default is eternal conscious torment just because you were born sorry like you had you had no say in that which is like the same same fucking idea that they present with this with heaven it's same with hell there's no consent involved nobody has to tell you anything you can just die one day and that's where that's where you went nobody gave you any kind of heads up but it just occurred to me i think it just occurred to me i don't think i've ever had this thought before like in terms of going into like we have to preach the gospel we have to evangelize we have to like reach the savages quote unquote and and like the transatlantic slave trade was actually a good thing cuz all of these africans got to like be exposed to the gospel it makes sense to me, and I don't know if this is true, but it makes sense to me that, like, their theology around the afterlife, like, and and their theology of power had to be so incredibly dark because they had to make it worse than what they were already doing to people. Yeah. Like, they had to make it worse than, like, your day-to-day life on a fucking sugar cane plantation where your life expectancy is, like, 27 maybe. And so to me it makes sense given that like evangelicalism is really rooted in like white supremacy and like it's just kind of like this coupling of like this political ideology and like glomming globbing god on top of it to be like oh yeah see hello like obviously this is the way the world is supposed to work and we are the people who are supposed to force the world to work this way like you have to make it really really you have to be like oh no this is worse like what's coming after this like you Mm -hmm. think this shit is bad like What's coming after this is way worse. And God wants you to submit. God wants you to respect the person who owns you. God wants you to forgive. And you have no idea how great heaven is going to be. You're not even going to remember any of this shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Suffer now. So Suffer now. It's fine. Because you're going to have an eternal reward, which is better. And, you know, but, but you have to keep suffering. Because if you stop suffering, you stop producing for the economy. Like God wants
2: you to do this thing. You're working hard. It's then you're gonna good stewardship.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it is. You know, again, it's it's a great club to beat people on the head with and keep them in line. Oh yeah. And and I think I think in some ways that is it is starting to deteriorate in the sense of I mean, yes, things are bad now economically. It's I'm not gonna say that things are good, but. I will say compared to the Middle Ages. Well, I wouldn't even say compared to the Middle Ages. Sorry. Yeah, because it's not people didn't just wallow in dirt. They were actually in some ways there better cool off things. and had more free time than we do. Yeah. Um, and
2: also like there were cool things happening in the Middle Ages <clears throat> that just weren't on in Europe. Yeah. So yeah, true. But, like what we what we imagine to be kind of like the darkest period in world history. Yeah. I guess right? what,
0: I guess what I'm trying to say is like the whole like heaven and hell thing, they are starting to lose a little bit of their appeal in some ways because our lives, generally speaking, are not as awful or potentially awful Mm, in a lot of ways. And I don't want to say that too strongly because I do know there are a lot of people in material need and in distress even in developed nations. But Mm -hmm. in most developed nations, you're not as worried about crop failure, although maybe you should. I'm saying this stuff out loud, but then I'm like, "Mm, maybe this isn't true. Some kind of processing. It's been true
2: for for those of us who like grew up in the '80s and '90s. It has been true up to this point. We're not saying it's gonna last.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess is what I'm saying that we have been insulated, and at least we have a perception of the fact that there is abundance, and we don't have to fight as hard for food as maybe we would have before. We don't right. certainly don't have to work for it as much, you know, like it I go to the grocery store, I get it. Um, right. So there isn't, there's not a lot of that, like necessarily that pressure. So the idea that, you know, there's going to be a heaven that's somehow better than this is not quite as much of easier of a grift to sell.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's and,
0: true. You know, cause it's like my life is actually not that bad, especially compared to, you know, like people in, Jesus' time getting crucified all the time. Like I'm not, you know, like I mean, yeah,
2: don't have much to complain about compared to that shit.
0: Yeah, compared to that, I don't live in the Roman Empire, and that's Mm -hmm. and again, the Gospel of Jesus, if you want to talk about it, was really like Jesus, you know, Jesus is Caesar, like, and so this is an alternative way of looking at the world, and that's potent and that's interesting. You know, the whole Jesus for president thing that was for a while back that that kind of sucked. But I'm talking about like in the Roman Empire, you know, like there is a different way to run the world. There is a different Mm -hmm. way to organize our economy. There is a different way to view each other. Um, You know, Jesus is our Caesar or Kaiser or whatever you want to call it. Like, and no wonder they were persecuted for that, Mm, you know. yeah. But then, you know, Constantine comes along and is like, yep, Jesus is the Kaiser. And I'm his representative, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like then it gets fucked, but like God so damn it. so then, like good news makes sense, but then it's like, well, okay, we don't have that anymore, so what is good yeah. news? Uh, good news is, uh, hey, you, because of Jesus, you're not gonna go to hell. what's hell? Mm-hmm. uh, oh, you don't know, uh-huh, glad i glad I was able to come here, my friend,
2: yeah can you provide me from free true. with free labor
0: so I can tell you about it, like that's, that's
2: true, yeah totally i god i like i never really thought about that although i've been reflecting on it more because of of climate change and like all the weird shit that's gonna you know going down with like the economy and the supply chain and like the impacts that that's gonna have on like uh, the food that we have access like the, yeah. t- the kinds of food that we have access to consistently. But yeah, I mean, if you think about the fact that it's like you, you have you have if you have like no financial worries and somebody hands you like 200 bucks and is just like go into the grocery store like you can depending on like where you go, you can get anything you can imagine mm-hmm. anything that could come into your brain. You can just go into one space and just get it and just just walk out. Right? You don't have mm-hmm. to think about any of that shit. You don't have to think about where that came from. You don't have to think about who did the planting, who did the watering, who did the picking, who did the sorting. Like you don't have to think about like you just go in and you're like, "Hey, I've got 200 bucks." Like I can get whatever the fuck I want. And
0: I can get not terrible strawberries in December.
2: Right? The dead of winter. Yeah. <laughs> um and so thinking about like, okay, how are you really Like, how are you going to make heaven, like, better than the grocery store, (laughs) right? Like, like an American grocery, like, how are you going to make heaven better than that? Because at least at the grocery store, I get to choose what I want to walk out of here. Like, it's my decision. And I can spend as much or as little as I want. And I can get things that I really enjoy, or I can get a bunch of stuff that I don't enjoy and probably won't eat. And it's just going to, like, go bad in my fridge, and then I'll have to go bad, right? And and I'll
0: feel sad for (laughs) five seconds as I throw Uh it out.
2: Uh-huh, and exactly, exactly. And I'll exactly. maybe
0: tweet about it like ha 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 I, food waste. Food waste again, ADHD, and then right, you go back and do right. it again because like yes. because there's very little consequence to you as a consumer f- to do that. And yeah, I mean if I if I grabbed Paul by the ass and like brought him to America and like threw him in a grocery store, he'd probably think he was in the third heaven or something.
2: Yeah.
0: You know. huh Like
2: like oh, I can just t- I can just take any of this stuff. It's yeah. Like yeah. I got, I got, I got a debit card. Like, go nuts, buddy. And there's
0: this like piece of plastic. You're gonna call it the mark of the beast, but trust me, <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> Listen, hand it. To it's this not pr- that. Just you just swipe it and you just go. Like
2: some of the places, they just like scan your face and you can walk out with whatever the fuck you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, like and 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 even like imagining what we could do if we really wanted to handle food scarcity, like what we could do with taxes and subsidies. Like we yeah. we we literally have the capacity to feed the world and so
2: without trying
0: without really trying
2: without breaking a sweat like we like we have all the things right now
0: and so in that sense it's like yeah like what does heaven have Mm -hmm. that i don't have now so there's not quite that pressure not that i want to maybe that's why republicans want to make life worse for everybody
2: Um, like listen
0: (laughs) we're saving you (laughs) we're saving you right now we're gonna make your life miserable so that you will go to heaven so yeah it's 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 an odd idea I, i and even in christian circles it's starting to lose favor i mean there's a lot of like i was i was a universalist slash annihilationist for a very long time for those of you that maybe don't know annihilationism is just the idea that like nothing exists outside of god and so if you don't make it into heaven you just cease to exist you know like essentially the idea is like the atheist is right they die and that's it which i mean still is cruel on some levels but also it's much more humane uh huh. You know, like like if there is this all powerful God that's just going to like torture all of his enemies, like it's probably better that he just like painlessly execute them.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I would agree.
0: And then I, I was also there's a part of me that was universalist because, you know, in Revelation, you know, the gates of heaven are wide open, like they don't close. So right, I think maybe there are no gates. I think it's just a, a hole in the wall, that anyone can come in. So and those and if you are a person that still clings to Christian faith, I think those are those are not even difficult to defend from the Bible itself. Like we've, we just have, we have a thousand years or more of Western fetish, kink, torture <laughs> porn that we've glommed on to, you know, this Valley of Hinnon that somehow became Hades, which somehow became hell, <laughs> which is a Norse word for God's sake.
2: Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I didn't know this. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I don't know, like some of the, some of the depictions of hell that we got as kids are definitely like, well, it doesn't, I, I don't know, like all the, all the like sex, drugs, rock and roll stuff. It was like, oh, that doesn't sound like the worst, worst thing. Honestly, it's like, oh, I I was like, I repented and I gave all of that up. And like you were talking about, I was like, oh, maybe I, maybe I got saved a little too soon. But yeah, I think that I think that like in our context and especially like in in colonizer countries, like the uh it does just does does not resonate the same way that it did. It just doesn't.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I do have hope though, in some ways. My daughter I was I don't even remember how it came up. It might have been like a Dungeons and Dragons reference. Like Mm. somehow the word hell came up in our home. I don't even remember how it did. And she's six. And she was like, what's hell? (laughs) She had no context for it at all. Yeah, it was because I mentioned it. I mentioned it it was a Dungeons and Dragons reference. Like I don't know some, like, I don't even know how it came up. It was like, like that's her reference for it. I'm like, that's honestly, I mean, I'm sure there's evangelicals that are like shivering, but I'm like that. She doesn't believe the divine tortures people for fun. Right. (laughs) Or to teach us a lesson. Like that's that to me is rad. And I have a lot of hope that we can maybe start to slough off this nonsense. So keeps me going.
2: Yeah, agreed. My kids have no idea what hell is. So I think that their childhoods have been significantly better than mine. (laughs) We have never talked about that shit. They they're like they think that like maybe heaven exists. I think they're both probably like under 50 percent like heaven, God, Jesus, that stuff. You know, cause they're both, they're both kind of like rational thinkers in a lot of ways, <laughs> just like that, just like that energy, right? Like we can't really be rational, but I, I like, I, I love the fact that they don't think about that. Whereas I was like stressing about going to hell when I was four, you know, which again, it's like, oh, and you're trying to tell me that you're the good guy. you're abusing children and you're trying to tell me that you're okay, cool. Like, yeah, I definitely want to spend eternity with
0: you. I think the kids, the kids will be all right in a lot of ways. Yep. So sure hope so. so, All right. Well, I think that wraps this up. I'm not really gonna cast anybody. Although I will say Gwendolyn Christie was a wonderful casting for Lucifer in the Sandman adaptation (laughs) that they did for Netflix. That was just okay.
2: I need to watch that. I'm gonna write that down because that sounds really fascinating.
0: Lucifer as a like a tall androgynous.
2: Yes. I love it.
0: Is it's pretty rad. So sandman's great i'm not finished with the adaptation but so far the adaptation is holding up to what i would what to what i would have wanted yeah so that's who i'll cast as lucifer is gwendolyn okay. christine because
2: i like it i like it
0: yeah so thanks everybody for giving us a listen and and chatting about hell our our favorite topic <laughs> for sure <laughs> If you want to share this podcast with a friend, please do so. Give us a five-star review on wherever you're listening to it right now. And if you want to write a, a review, great. Go for it. If you can, you know, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash go home Bible. We are also, that's our handle for the Instagram and the Twitters and the whatnots. I'm Justin D. Gentry on the things. Tori is Tori Glass on the things. And uh, yeah, so have a wonderful week and enjoy your beverage and Mm. we'll see you next time.
2: Bye.